day we talking about why don't so you're saying why don't black people shop at black owned businesses right. or why black people don't support black businesses like we should even though we say we pro-black and you know we always support a black business but it's not really like that uh so what do you what do you mean by like we should like what is the the should in there i mean prime example look at lavar ball right you know what i'm saying yeah, the way he marketed his materials and his, his shoes and stuff like that was a little unorthodox. But at the same time, when he dropped his shoes, you looked at his shoes and you was like, $500 for them? I'm not going to pay $500 for them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You won't support that. But you'll support, for instance, when Jordan dropped his line or, you know what I'm saying, you'll support a Fortune 500 company, but you won't support somebody that's trying to make a name, that's trying to build a brand for themselves. You know, you look at them like, well, I mean, you ain't got no name for yourself, so why are you charging so much? It's funny that you mention that because I just had a conversation similar to that last week or something like that. And the guy brought up LeVar Ball specifically saying the same thing. Like, you know, LeVar Ball's a black man who's trying to, like, he turned out all of the uh, apparel deals like Nike and Adidas and all that made his own apparel and his own shoes and we can't find it to support him even though like his methods are unorthodox he got the ego the size of the moon and shit but we can't find it you know to support him when the shoes he making cost the same same as a new pair of joints and one of the guys was saying like it was two different things that was going one guy was saying that he didn't want to buy LeVar's shoes because he didn't agree with his mythology or whatever. Right. And the other guy was saying that shouldn't matter. Like, it's a black man trying to support his... One, it's a black man trying to support his kids. Funny you say that. Because here we are, we'll wear somebody line of clothes who who publicly come out and say they don't like our kind. We'll wear a Tommy Hilfiger with no problem. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, we ain't, we ain't going to think twice about it. But here it is, you had this man who, who who's making stuff for us, but you ain't studying it. But you want to wear somebody else's clothes, you want to wear somebody else's logo and brand that don't care nothing about you. That's the funny thing about me with just the fashion market, period. It's all hype, you know what I'm saying? Like, you wear right. whatever's hype. Whatever whatever somebody else tell you is hype, that's what you wear. Right. And that's, why, that's a big problem I have. And that's why, like, a lot of my clothes I wear don't have, like, logos on them for real. Minus, like, the two or three polishers I got that one was given to me and the other I got out of Plato's Closet. But, like, I like to dress nicely, but at the same time, I don't really like giving my money. Right. Yeah, I want to give my money to somebody who straight up said, like, I don't like black people. I don't want black people in my clothes. All right, I'm not going to your clothes because me me paying for your clothes to give you money. money. So right. <laughs> what I need to give you money for? I'm giving you free market. Yeah. You know I'm, 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 I'm out here advertising your clothes for somebody else. You yeah. know, and, I, and it's funny because I got to give it to Kanye. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, Kanye West, as crazy as he is sometimes, <laughs> like, the man is a genius behind his marketability strategies. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When he first came out with the Yeezys or he first came out with his clothesline, people were like, man, this, all he did was tear a hole in the shirt. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. All he did was, you know what I'm saying, make a shirt look a little, little, little dirty, little, you know what I'm saying, a little rust to it. And he wanted to turn around and sell it for X amount of dollars, but you got to think about it. You know, what he did was, was, was I guess you can kind of say it was kind of revolutionary because wasn't nobody, ain't nobody finna walk around with no hole in no shirt. Now yeah. all of a sudden, what you see? The stretch you, jeans. You, you see stretch jeans, jeans, stretch shirts with holes in them, you know, his and his shoes, the Yeezys. When they dropped, when they first, when he was talking about they was coming out, I mean, nobody was like, all right, okay, Kanye, you talking about how you're going to be bigger than Jordan, you know, okay, <laughs> Kanye, here we go again. This ain't, you know, same old spill, but look at him. 
he's successful in what he's doing. And I, I bring him up because, you know, he did something that Donald Trump did. And how he got elected was he stayed relevant in the public eye. The thing about being in the media is all advertisement is good advertisement. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he going to say off the wall stuff. Yeah, man, you know, Donald Trump this or, you know, yeah, my clothes going to be better than Nike and Jordan and all that. And you looking at him like, what are you talking about? Let me go research what your clothes look like. Let me go, you know what I'm saying? Let me let me keep, oh, you heard what Kanye said? Oh, you heard what he did? You know, a lot of people don't realize that's how you make people relevant even if you don't want them to be relevant. The yeah. more you talk about them, the more and more popular you making them. So to kind of answer your question a little bit about why don't black people support black businesses the way we should is I've, I've looked into it and there's two big reasons. One that they're hard to find or quote unquote hard to find. So there's not like a, a registry somewhere that says, you know, these businesses are all owned by black people. And people have been trying to actually do that so that people right. can go out and be like, I, I just want to uh, buy black. You know what I'm saying? Like only want to support black people, my dollars, which is what we want to do. Right. And then there's, we're harder on the quality of other black people's products. I'm glad you said that. For that money. About to say that. That, that was, <laughs> I was just about to say because how many friends do we have, you know what I'm saying, that say, hey, man, I'm I'm thinking about starting up a, a, a business. Oh, what you want to do? I'm thinking about starting a clothing line. Uh, okay. I mean, we'll see. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. You know, and they, they, they come out with something and you like, okay, yeah, all right. <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't, you know what I'm saying, it ain't what I had in my mind, but, you know, I, I, I'll support it for a little bit. You know, and it's and and it get to a point to where you know sometimes you you lose that that connection or you lose that friendship because it's not it's not something that you like. You know what I'm saying? It's not something mm-hmm. that appeals you. And that's what I mean when I say us as black people we don't support other black businesses the way we should if it's not to our liking. If it's not something that piques our interest, we're not gonna really give all we got for it. You know, we we might ride the wave for a little bit, but then it'll fizzle out. You know, and then the next time we hear something that is, is similar to that idea, we kind of shy away from it. You know, everybody want to start a, a, a hair salon. Everybody want to start their own clothing line. Everybody want to start their own, you know, make their own shoes, stuff like that. But we don't really support it unless it's something that we feel like we like or something that we feel like we can we can see ourselves wearing or see ourselves going to. We're getting better at it as far as, you know, supporting black businesses. But like you said, it, it's hard trying to find you know, uh, a black business to support because I ain't gonna say we're not necessarily looking, but the ones that's asking for support, we ain't really paying attention to. You know, mm-hmm. it, it's it's like, you know, you somebody you run across the idea and it's like, I mean, I guess it ain't <laughs> it ain't it ain't something that I would do, but I mean if that's what you wanna do, then I guess. Right. You know what I'm saying? That and that's and that's where the disconnect is at. Let me let me ask you a quick question. Kind of to jump back on the top of you were saying of um, we find something, some black owned business, and somebody's selling something that not, might not quite appeal to us. I'm gonna take Lavar Ball for example. I don't really care for shoes like that. Right. I have one pair of Jordans that I got from my LB, and then I got like another pair of Jordan Futures. I just like those shoes. Hey, y'all, you say you got some Jordans from your LB? Hey, yeah, man, you know my LB, you gonna listen to this. Uh, y'all know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Side 14, you know, 15, you can find it, but hey, I'm gonna throw that out there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so those are the only really like, you know, like Jordans or whatever that I have, and I don't really care for them for real. Like, whenever, like, 
the retro is about to be released or whatever going on. Like, I see the hype, you know what I'm saying? Instagram, right. I got a couple friends or whatever. I see the hype, but I just like, okay, that's whatever. So, okay. since I don't really care for shoes like that, am I responsible for, like, buying a pair of LeVar Ball shoes? Because, honestly, I'm if I did buy them, I might wear them, like, once. And it's like, I right, this feels like a waste of money. Right, and that's a valid, that's a very valid point that you just made, you know what I'm saying? That's not something that appeals to you. You don't, you know, regardless of who makes them, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But buying somebody's material, or buying somebody's clothing, or buying something that, some, that you know, a, a, a black-owned business is selling, or whatever the case may be, it's not, that's not the only way you can support them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Way There's other ways you can support a business without buying their, their brand or their product, you know what I'm saying? How you help them market, you know, how you spread the word, you know, to hit on that. If he had more people in his ear saying, listen, we behind the idea of what you're trying to do, but let's work on the approach, let's work on the strategy, let's work on how we get this out to people, you know what I'm saying? We can really make some money off this. I mean, or you can really make some money off this. You know what I'm saying? Let's find a way, let me help you help your business grow. Even though I, you know what I'm saying, like you saying, shoes is not something that you, you you into like that. All right, well, I got friends that that really like shoes, you know, that sneakerheads. Let me see, you know, what what's something that they would like in a tennis shoe or how, you know what I'm saying, something that they never seen before but would, 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 would hope that would come out. You know what I'm saying? It, it's, it's other ways to support it rather than just coming out and just knocking it down where I'm not going to pay that much money for them shoes, man. Them shoes look like Reeboks. You know what I'm saying? Or them shoes mm. look like something else. I'm not going to do that. Mm, okay. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. You know, you don't, as as far as the monetary value in it, that's not the only way you, you, you can support a business. And I think that, you know, we don't really think of it like that. We just think of it outright. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not going to spend my money on it. You already, it's already a knock on it. So that might be like the lost art behind it, because then it's like instead of just buying that one product or whatever they selling it, you can kind of turn into like the not really affiliate market, but affiliate marketing, but just kind of like somebody that's like, I mean, I don't use them personally, but I know you like stuff like this, so you go ahead, you know, try this out. It's a it's a black person, you know, doing what they trying to do. Right? Why don't you like you know give it a shot type thing? So I see I see where you're going with that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's like when the Shacks came out, man. I'm not finna wear no shacks. You know, it's like, listen here, man. Fubu, Coogee, you know, Baby Fat, Fat Farm, all that. South Pole, you know, it was it was tailored to our culture, but now let something like that be reinvented or, you know, tweet. How many people you know right now that's going to buy Fubu? Reinvented. <laughs> Okay, now nah, if it get reinvented, maybe right now, nah. You know, so nah. it's fool went out of style like what twenty years ago or something like that. So you're right. So so somebody tried to, you know, what I'm saying, well, let me go back and let me try and bring back these old styles. You know, what I'm saying, let me try and bring back something that was big, you know, in our culture and and, and us growing up. You know, what I'm saying, how many people would just be like, nah, I mean, that's old. But that's the thing about it, cause the style itself is old. So like you know, Fubu was like more was the baggy jean era. You know what I'm saying? Right. Most people don't wear really wear baggy jeans like that. So if they came back, you know, with clothing that fit 
like what today's culture is doing or what today's culture is shaping towards. And I can see them having a real strong. Well, I can see them actually like having a chance at coming back. You know what I'm saying? Because right. if I had like a Fubu button down, you know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? I legit rock it if it looked nice. I rock it, and then like you know, somebody was like, "Oh, you get this shirt from, bro? It's Fubu." And they're like, "What?" Right. <laughs> it's like, hey, bro, I'm telling you, go cop these. You know what I'm saying? So right. with clothing specifically, it always has to you know evolve because. Constantly, it's constantly growing. That's why yeah. I say if you turn around and flip it and spin it in a way where you know what I'm saying you reinvent the wheel, you know it, it's something that could could be done, mm-hmm. you know. And that's to bring it back to you know why I think you know we don't support black businesses the way we should. I just feel like sometimes it's a it's it, it's due to creative differences. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So creative differences in the the consumer and the company? Just the consumer, well, yeah, because the okay. consumer and the cons- and the company. You know what I'm saying? Because some, like I said, a lot of a lot of us are are, are big on name brand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like we want to rock the polo. You know, we want to make sure we got the Jordans. You know what I'm saying? We we always want to stay with name brand stuff. So for us to venture out onto something that's not really known, it's like taking a chance. You know what I'm saying? You go out and somebody see you in something and they like, what are those? And you, you know what I'm saying? Now you're ready to yeah. fight. You know what I'm saying? Because your feelings hurt. But instead of just embracing it and, and, and giving a chance to to see something grow, I think sometimes we just shut it off, off rip because we think about what other people going to say when they see us in it or when they see us with it. And that touches on a slightly completely different topic, but it's more so being comfortable. It's kind of like being comfortable in your own skin, but at the same time, it's clothing. I only wear stuff that I like. So if I find a shirt or some pants or shoes or whatever that I like, I'll rock them. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody come up to me trying to climb my outfit, it's like, all right, but I, I'm comfortable. I like when I'm wearing, like, I don't understand why you taking time with your day to come at me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, ain't you got better shit to do? <laughs> so, well, yeah, that's and it's kind of one of those things. Like, we got to get out of this sheep mindset, you know. Yeah. Just because somebody like somebody that's like of high influence said it's cool, don't make it cool. You know what I'm saying? Just rock what you want to rock because you want to rock it, not just because you know. Oh, it's all over TV right now. It's all over Instagram, all over what the fuck ever, right. and that's the cool or the quote unquote cool thing to do, you know. But. That's just my two cents on it. Yeah, cause I know if I have some fubu in the closet right now, I throw that motherfucker on and won't get nothing about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but nah, but um, but but for real, it's something uh, on, on on another note. Um, as far as you know, black businesses go, you know, something that I've realized is when we try and start up our own businesses, you know, if we ask each other for help. Ah, uh, nah, mm. you know, I, I I don't know, uh, you know, I'm not sure, and you know, but if you get it going, once you get it going, you know what I'm saying, I'll be your number one supporter, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's hard, what I've noticed is, as open, starting a, 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 a black owned business, it's harder getting it off the ground, it's harder selling it to your own kind than it is to sell it to, to, to somebody else. Sometimes I think we get ahead of ourselves when we, when we think about, okay, well, you want to say, okay, say I want to open up my own car dealership. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, why you want to do that? There's other car dealerships out there. Why you just don't try and buy somebody else out and, you know, start like that? Or what if I want to 
start a car dealership where people for people who you know what I'm saying low income who 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 couldn't afford who can't afford you know car payments to be three four hundred dollars you know what I'm saying people with bad credit and not because they weren't paying their bills but just having a hard time you know making ends meet instead of having to ride the bus system the uh, or the train system you know what I'm saying this is a way for them to get to work they don't have to walk five ten miles to work to and from work you know what I'm saying they don't have to get up early in the morning to to make sure they get to work on time taking six or seven different buses or you know trains it sounds good but if I'd have take it and, and present it in front of uh, you know people and they look at me like well okay well how you how you gonna fund it? How would you pay for it? What kind of cars would you get? What what else? How would you get insurance? How would they? What if they missed the payment? What if they did this? What about you thinking about all the negative aspects about it? Yes, you have to when you think about starting a business. But why not help also give ways to think about well how can I help? You know, well dang, mm-hmm. you know that's a real good idea. You know what I'm saying? You may not have the funds for it, but you know what I'm saying? If you if you do this right, you know what I'm saying? Then I might go in on it with you. You know what I'm saying? If you come back to me with a with a a, a thought out business plan on how we can do this, you know, it sounds like a good idea. Not, but what if they can't pay their bills? What if they can't? You know what I'm saying? How they gonna put gas in the car? How they gonna how they gonna get the car changed? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah that's all the things you got to think about. But the business idea, I just shot to you. Just shot it down. It's crazy because like I do see stuff like that happening all the time, and that's why like now I'm trying to be more conscious of like my decisions because I do think we like black people have this like subconscious of just putting each other down. Like not saying that anybody's trying to do it on purpose, but right. we've been conditioned for so long that black is less than right. So you even you do it to your own people. So like now there's two there's a there's a group out here called Keon. You know, they do uh the first event they did was like a little day party and then they're doing like another well, it was like a day party slash brunch and then they doing another day party slash brunch thing. And lately, the past three, four months, I've been like, Man, I'm tired of partying, I'm tired of like going out every night, I'm tired of just spending like four or five hours on my day drinking for no goddamn reason. <laughs> But at the same time, I see them. But that's still that culture still exists, yeah. and you know, I just want to participate in it myself. But I see them because in Melbourne, ain't shit to do for real, for real. Nope. So they trying to create that avenue for people to have something to do because you know you got stuff like this going on in Orlando all, all the time. time. But yeah. here, you know, what yeah. I'm saying it's the group of people are here. It's just nobody is starting no it. There's no, there's, yeah, there's, yeah, and so they want to be the ones that started. And I'm like, all right, cool. That's y'all vision. That's what y'all want to do. I'll come support. I don't really want to be at like a day party every other week, but you know what? Y'all doing it. I'll show up. You know what I'm saying? Do what I can. You know, pub it a little bit because this is what they trying to do. They trying to do some low key that could better the community as a whole. And they all black, so why not? Right. You know, and it, and it's stuff like that. You know. And I'm really close with all of them, so it, it ain't enough for me to just rock one like that. But even if I even if I wasn't close with them, you know, it's nothing to go to like every other event, you know, or just pub it like you were saying earlier. Like you don't necessarily have to go if it's really not your thing. You can just kind of like shoot that or shoot the info to somebody else. Is like, man, I really want to do something next Saturday. Like, oh well, I know about this this brunch day party that's going on right down the street. Little stuff like that that I feel like I feel like we kind of gotta break our minds out of this habit of like black is less than and really just embrace 
Because, granted, some people have dumb business ideas. Right. I'm not. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Nah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want nobody. Listen, man. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody need to open up a business. You know, it ain't for everybody. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Let me put that out there. You know, I feel you. <laughs> but, uh. But it's. In my mind, in my mind, I try to think of it like you have to take the business away from the person and evaluate the business by itself. Right. Like if somebody, anybody, black or white, came up to you and said they want to start a business selling cheese made out of breast milk. That's one of those like, mm, bruh, I don't. I tell you what, show me how you do it. Then, you know. <laughs> like you go, you got to make me a believe off that yeah, one. Like I'm need you test first. You know what I'm saying? Do all that, but yeah. But when you come to me saying you know you want to start throwing day parties in the city that don't really do day parties, oh bet. I mean, I've been to day parties. Day parties are cool. All right, you know, run it. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I'm with you. You know what I'm saying? You have to separate the two and then evaluate the business. Now there's nothing wrong with asking a couple questions about stuff you don't understand. But at the end of the day. If the idea makes sense and you do see it as something that, that is supportable, not like some crazy Ponzi scheme, then, you know. Hey, get your friend, sister, cousin, <laughs> homeboy to sign up. You know, we'll get this. So this is heavily off topic. There's this uh, one of my one of my friends told me, and, bro, this is a legit pyramid scheme, like 100% pyramid scheme. Um, you use Cash App. <laughs> And what you do, bro, and you, uh, I forget exactly how it worked, but you had the person that's at the top, right? You had the person that's at the top, and then you send them, like, $20 or some shit. And then you recruit, like, 10 people to send, what is it? It's like you, you but you, like, pay to recruit, like, 10 people, and then those 10 people pay the person at the top, but then they recruit 10 people, and then those 10 people pay you or whatever. And, like, my homeboy was explaining to me. I was like, nah, bro, fam. This is legit. Yeah, it, it, all it all it did was just move the cash out. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> and it 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 did kind of remind me of um something my uncle told me about doing, and both of these are similar. So what my uncle was talking about doing is cl- is a closed loop, and what they're doing is an open loop. Mm-hmm. And so the reason I call it as an open loop is like the the chain just keeps moving, keep, keep moving. Yeah. But what my uncle was saying, what you do is you get like say five or six people that you cool with that you trust and every like paycheck you pay one person like a hundred dollars something like that but the name changes every time and so eventually like your name come up you'll get the how much ever money it is from the people and then it switches the next week but everybody has a chance to go what it really kind of is is you end up quote-unquote paying yourself because you could do the same thing with yourself you just said so if i say like every five weeks i'm gonna put away a hundred dollars on the sixth week i'm gonna take that five hundred dollars and go spend or like because i basically end up saving it up spending on whatever so it's the same type of deal it's just you doing it with people and that for some people helps them out because they don't have to actually save the money they just have to like pay it out and then they get it back now let me ask this: How long ago did he say he used to do that? He still do it now, or I don't know. This was November of uh, last year. Last year, yeah, November okay, twenty seventeen. So okay, so this recent then. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, I mean, I don't know how many people I know that would do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, keeping it keeping it a hundred. You know, because if you think about it, it's like, like you said, you got to be open-minded. You got to gotta have people you trust. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because it's easy for somebody to be like, well, I mean, I bet I got my $500. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fall out, y'all. I'm going to fall back. And I asked him about that. Like, so, yeah, what's going to stop, like, the person at the top from being like, all right, I got my money, I'm gone. And he was like, you know, there's moderators or whatever or, like, admins or something like that. They're uh-huh. supposed to, like, keep track of, like, who's sending money where. Because you're supposed to, like, when you send the money, you're supposed to take a screenshot, send it to them so that way they can keep track of it. I was like, fam, that's, that's a lot. Yeah, like, I don't. Hey, man, just take a hundred dollars out, go put it on your mattress somewhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, do it that way. Cause, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I did, actually, I used to do that for a minute. I take I used to take uh, $40 on my paycheck and then just put it away. And then I did that for a year. My profile wedding came up, and I was like, I don't even know what I'm spending this money on. Then I heard about the wedding, I was like, well, this is about to be a lit weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that rainy day money, man. Yeah, man. For everybody, I got Mr. Teddy uh, on the show with me today. Uh, do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself or tell the audience a little bit about yourself? Yeah, you know, this your boy Teddy Love. Teddy Love, talk to me. You know <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> no, nah, you know, uh, I grew up in Miami. I'm from Miami, so you know what I'm saying? I'm from the crib. You know, uh, my voice ain't always been this deep. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I was little, you know what I'm saying? My pop used to always tell me, you know, speak up. You know what I'm saying? You, I used to do soft voice, you know, quiet, shy, you know, and then, you know, boom. It was like, ah, right, you know what I'm saying? I walk in the room, I'm all smiles, and I be the first one ready to talk, you know, pre- presentations. That's me, you know what I'm saying? So uh, a little bit about me, you know, uh, I used to play ball. Uh, football or basketball? Football. Okay. You know, I'm a football player, but I'm an athlete at heart. So, you know what I'm saying? I play basketball, tennis, hockey, you know what I'm saying? Golf, table, you know, mini golf, all that. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? I'm a jack of all trades. So, you feel me? I feel you. I feel you. But, uh, no, nah, you know, uh, I'm only 23. You know, uh, I'm a 23-year-old, you know, young, educated black man. You know, Shout uh, out. You know, two degrees, bachelor's and a master's at age 23, you know, I tell a lot of people when they see me, you know, they ask and they hear me talk. They're like, man, you don't really see, you don't act your age. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I, I, I credit that to my to my parents and me and my upbringing, you know what I'm saying? They always told me to carry yourself like a man. You know, even when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? My parents taught me the way, you know what I'm saying? I always be respectful, you know, always, you know, give back, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that I, that I took, you know, growing up. You know, I kind of got an old soul. I blame it on my dad, you know what I'm saying? Because I was in the <laughs> car. I used to grow up listening to the Isley Brothers, you know what I'm saying? Mel Water, Barry White. You know, that that's Barry White. That's, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's where the voice came yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's my inspiration, you know, Barry White, Barry White Jr. But, uh, nah, you know, I I grew up on a lot of, you know what I'm saying, old, old stuff, you know, so. You know, even though I'm only 23, I ain't saying I'm out here acting like I'm 40, 45, but, you know, at the same time, I'm not acting like I'm an 18, 19-year-old kid. You know what I'm saying? I'm, 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 just, I'm just somebody that, that just like to have a good time. You know what I'm saying? I like, I like having conversations. Like, you know, being on the radio is what I want to do, you know. So I, I, I enjoy doing stuff like this. You know, right now, you know, I might get on late nights, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna tell you the radio station right now, but you know what I'm saying? 
Y'all want your boy to set the mood for you know you just tune in. You know, I'm, I'm supposed to you. support the black business if you don't tell me what the what the station is. Because I ain't got a radio station. Right <laughs> <laughs> so I my bad. I need to put your blast. You all good. You know, I, I said it real low. You know, I hopefully they can't hear me because my voice deep, so I can't mumble. You know, I can't. Hey, I can't whisper. What you say? You know, what I'm saying? you feel that barrel tone? You feel that bass? You know what I mean? So I mean. But no, nah, man, you know, I just, I just like having a good time, you know. I'm not I'm not a too serious person. I know when to be serious and I know when to be laid back. You know what I'm saying? I just I'm just I'm just just living life, man, you know. Not living life dumb, but I'm living life. That's know? that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Now you mentioned that um parents told you as you was coming up that you know you should give back. So is that that giving back mindset kind of what set the question? of why don't we support black businesses like we should? Yeah, you know, that, I think that definitely has something to, 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 to do with it, you know, because I, I feel like growing up, you know, I, w- I would see a lot of things and, and hear a lot of different business ideas and stuff like that, and I kind of see it would, never, it would never get taken serious. It wouldn't really take off because it wasn't something that appealed to that person, you know what I'm saying, or, you know, keeping it all the way 100, not all of us want to see us succeed. Oh yeah, crabs in the bucket. You know what I'm saying? So, it, and I think that plays a big role in it too. You know, to to the public eye, yeah, you know, yeah, we pro-black. Yeah, 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 we support all black businesses, but behind closed doors, man, I ain't giving that motherfucker my money, man. <laughs> yeah. I ain't supporting him. What he do for me? Or what she do for me? You know what I'm saying? How can she help me? Or how can he help me? It's always what somebody else can do for you Instead of, you know what I'm saying, how can we help each other? It's not always about you. And it's funny that you say that because, again, back to the conversation, which is pretty much, the conversation last week is pretty much this entire podcast. I just didn't have my mics. But uh, <laughs> dude was saying for us to succeed as a race, there's going to be a generation of sacrifice. Like there's there's going to have to be a generation of sacrifice because how you were saying, like, it's not about what you can always do for me. I'm going to have to take that sacrifice and be like, look, these are black-owned businesses that are trying to get off the ground. I'm going to have to, like, instead of going to – because dude was telling me, like, he go to – whenever he grocery shop, he go to six or seven different black-owned stores before he try to go to, like, Walmart or Target. And that is inconvenient as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, Walmart's whole thing is you get everything you want right here. Convenience. Right. It's right here. But he decided to say, fuck that. Like, it's cool. I appreciate y'all business model, but I got black people I'm trying to support it first. So he takes that inconvenience, goes ahead, goes to the six, seven different stores, buys what he can from them, and then goes, like, outside. That, I feel, is a small sacrifice. You know, driving just, like, a couple miles. You know, it might right. add an extra two hours or something like that to your day unless you can call and ask them do they got stuff or if you matter of fact after the first time if you know who got what and who don't got what then just kind of right you're just kind of bouncing around yeah it turns into uh like you have to, there's gonna have to be that generation of, that generation of sacrifice so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to put black first that that's you have to put black first to hit off on that topic like to make it known you know not every black business is a good black business, you know what I'm saying? And, and and it's about how we treat each other. You know what I'm saying? You just like you said, he go to six, seven different, you know what I'm saying, black owned stores before he go to Walmart or a Target. But how many times have you went into a black owned business or you visited a black owned business and the service was trash? You know what I'm saying? They felt like you they you owe them or you know what I'm saying, they 
you should be grateful that they doing this for you. You know, and I think that's that's another problem in itself too as yeah. to why we don't support it the way we do because it's like when we try and support it, you know, we it, we it's the attitude or the service ain't what it need to be. You know what I'm saying? It's it like it, it go back to that disconnect. You know, too sometimes we sometimes as black folks we feel like we made it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like, no shit. I mean, I, I got what I needed. You know what I'm saying? I'm good. Oh, you want to come here? I mean, you can, but I don't need your money now. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? And I and I think that that that's something that that also gets lost in it too. We, yeah, we should support black-owned businesses, but at the same time, we gotta police ourselves and we gotta keep ourselves in check too. Like, hey, man, like check yourself. Yeah, because like you know what I'm saying. The same people that supported you to get where you at, you know what I'm saying, is the same ones that'll leave and you'll be right back down to where you started. You know, so it's like, I'm not saying that every black owned business should be like, okay, well, I mean, let me roll out the red carpet for every black person that come in here. You know what I'm saying? They just a customer. They're a customer like everybody else, but like, don't, don't treat them, yeah, don't treat them like they owe you something. You know what I'm saying? Treat them like any other patron that you would. You know what I'm saying? Actually, shit, treat them a little bit better than any other patron because you know what I'm saying. Throw, throw it's your people, throw you know. Discount, you feel me? Like, hey, I'm, <laughs> yeah. hey, I'm gonna come here all the time. You know <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah. But no, like you know, just just to build that that open dialect, that, that you know what I'm saying. You come in, you 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 got that camaraderie. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Everybody is cool, and at the end of the day, it's how you treat people. Whether you white, black, purple, green, you know what I'm saying. Don't matter. It's how you treat the person. So if you want your business to be successful, then you know what I'm saying. You have to be open. You can't just be. Well, I mean, it's either you gonna buy it or you gonna leave, or I'm finna tax you because I don't like you. You can't mm-hmm. be like that. Now you come up in my business or you come up to my, you know, my place of work or whatever, and you. Thinking you run some shit, okay. I need you to hold that thought, sit right there, wait on it, bake on it, and I'll be right back. Leo ass sitting right there. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it don't care nothing about it. But I just think that we 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 getting better at it. You know, mm-hmm. as far as supporting each other, especially right now in this day and age. You know, all of what's going on. You know, mm-hmm. I I really think that this is really the time that we should really get behind each other and 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 build it even more. Because it's so vulnerable, all right, you know, right. right now. Stuff that could could possibly take off, you know what I'm saying, is we need more black-owned banks. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to One United, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I bank with One United, you know what I'm saying, bank black. And that's and that's real, you know what I'm saying? We need more of those. Yeah. But again, if I say I want to start me a bank. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's, what's even funny? So... One United had like a bank black campaign. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Go tell everybody bank black. And they said they gotta be with us. But we all we all black owned, so you know what I'm saying? So I was like, bet. So, you know what I'm saying? I got over my account, you know what I'm saying, got got the money in there or whatever. And then I go to my homie, I was like, Hey bro, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm banking with this black owned bank called One United. Go ahead, open an account with him. And he was like, Why? I was like, Cause it's a black owned bank. Like, what you what you mean, why? And then he was like, uh, so what they going to do for me that, yeah, see? that see another bank can't do? I was like, they're black. Right. And I was like, and then I happened to notice that, uh, I don't know if you noticed or not, but I, actually Bank of America was just in the news for this. Uh, a lot of other banks are good at disenfranchising minorities. So mm-hmm. they don't get approved for loans 
that white people get approved for just because yep. of the color of their skin. When United had this whole little campaign, well, I don't know if it was a campaign or if it was just like part of like their mission statement where they were saying that they are going to use the money to help fu- fund loans for, you know, minorities, like specifically for underprivileged people or whatever. And I was like, yo, bro, they doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if anything else, because granted, the I think the savings account interest rate might be like 1%. Checking account, you get like 0.05% or 0.5%. Something, something crazy. Something, something small like that. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it ain't the ain't the best, you know, right. interest rate in the world. But at the same time, like, that that's more than nothing. And they're helping minorities. So why would you not want to support them? It's just opening a bank account. Yeah. Put some money in it. Yep. Let it sit there. And there it is. That's all you got to do. Right. <laughs> and it's something just as simple like that. You know, we don't think of it like that. We just automatically just go to, for what? Yeah. You know, we, we sometimes we get too closed-minded. You know, we be too stuck in our ways that it don't matter what it is. We just not going to change. And kind of hopping back to the conversation last week, the one thing that somebody said that I didn't get a chance to, like, properly refute. So the guy was saying, he brought up this statistic. And I don't know if you know this, but a dollar in the Jewish community We'll stay in the Jewish community for, I think it's like 22 days or something like that. So when any Jewish person gets paid, they go to the Jewish deli, Jewish barber, Jewish everything. And then after 22 days, it leaves the Jewish community. Do you know how long a dollar stays in the black community? What he say, like an hour? Six hours. Oh, okay. I'm five hours left. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy. Like, you know, you get paid immediately. You know what I'm saying? You spend it on something that's non-black. And he was saying, like, even doing stuff like that, just going to spending money at black businesses to keep the money in the black community, you know, the black the black circles. And when the guy was saying, you know, yeah, that's cool, but whatever business you spending the money on has some um, some white corporation overhead, so they they get money off the overhead. And I was like, you right. But instead of a white business getting the money and right. then a white business getting the overhead, it's a black, black business getting the money, money and then the yeah. white business going overhead, which is fine because the revolution will not be televised. So <laughs> I'm telling you because like, I already know how this shit going to happen. Once we finally get our shit together and we start um, spending on each other and doing that, what's going to end up happening is going to be it's going to be a situation where there's just like a lot of black people in a really wealthy community. And I don't just mean wealth as in just, like, monetary wealth. You know, schools, trampers, like, everything will be as we want it to be. And all of a sudden, white people are going to turn around and look and be like, wait, where all this shit come from? Right. Y'all just had it last week. And all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying? saying? And then it's like, and then now now they on edge because it's like, we don't need, we don't really need you anymore. Like, we, we, have, we have made a black uh-huh. ecosystem. There you go. We have made a black ecosystem that only depends on black people. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like, we don't really need you, so shoot. Ooh, right. <laughs> what can you do for us now? You yeah. know what I'm saying? And that's, I, honestly, we might need to just switch it up to that. Instead of like, instead of asking, because we ask black people, what can you do for us? Why don't we just ask the white people that? What, what can, can you, you do, do for us? us? You know what I'm saying? You gonna, I, I do all this work, but... What can you do for me? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I, I'm, I'm, I got all these ideas and I'm doing all this stuff. With my, but, but what do you bring to the table? 
you always want me to bring something to the table. But we bringing, you know what I'm saying, we got the stuffing, the cornbread, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. We got all the good food, and you coming with some dry-ass chicken, you know what I'm saying. That's what baked so, that 300 <laughs> degrees for two hours. Some Kraft mac and cheese, you know. Nah, I'm going to need you to put your foot in them, you know what I'm saying. Better yet, bet. You want to learn? We'll teach you. But it's gonna cost you. And so I think that's and that might be part of the problem. It's just like we try to we try to look at I'm not saying everybody, but we try to look at other black people and black people businesses through the white eye when we just need to look at it from the black eye. From the black eye, man. I, I promise you things will change. Yeah. It'll change quicker than it than you think. If we start thinking from our own point of view and not somebody else. And that might be and that might be the hardest thing to do though, is just to switch to that different point of view and yeah. like you said it's gonna take a generation sacrifice you yeah. know what i'm saying but when that's gonna be who knows it could be this generation you know what i'm saying if we bought that life hey, i mean i'm if, about it if, if everybody bought it bought it bought it yeah because i've been i've been like low-key looking around and stuff and shout out to a lot of my friends they are the reason that i started doing this podcast for the simple fact that I see them doing, because, let me see, I started it last year. Before I started this podcast, all I really did was uh, just go to work and kick it. But yeah. I got I got a couple homies in Dallas. One of them, shout out to him, Cameron, Cameron Johnson. He has uh, this thing called Black Canvas. And he actually, he actually has a couple things. So there's uh, he has a band that he's a manager of. And, you know, he's been getting gigs, and he's starting to get a little bit more famous now. And then he started doing, like, this uh, poetry night. I think it's, like, every Thursday, every Wednesday or Thursday. It's mm-hmm. one, one of them days. And so that that started off super small. You know what I'm saying? It'd be him, his mm-hmm. band, maybe, like, two other people he know that, like, you know, read some, like, some, uh, some spoken words or something. And it's been going on two years now. And people been jocking the fuck out of him. Because just, I think, a month ago, some other place in, like, Houston, no, actually, no, it was a place in Dallas. They wanted to essentially do the same thing, but on a different day of the week. And they wanted to hire his band to play. And he was like, bro, I feel the type of way. I was like, look, they paying you, you know what I'm saying? Go ahead and get that money because they ain't going to never be able to recreate what you're doing the same way you're doing it. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't fret on it too much. Right. But do be careful what you tell them. Cause, exactly. Know your worth. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If, if, if you feel like in that instance, you know what I'm saying, you getting pimped, it ain't worth it. Like you said, they can't recreate what you did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So so don't feed into it. And then I got another homie. So he's like a graphic designer. Graphic design is what he like doing. So he has he has this like little side project called uh I think it's eight oh eight entertainment. And he got like a little YouTube series. And uh I don't know if you ever seen the show on World Star Hip Hop called Questions. I think I might have might have yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just ask people like a bunch of like off the wall questions. Well, they're not really off the wall. They quote unquote simple. Like they said, name the countries in North America. Name two countries in North America. And this one chick, <laughs> why did she? Say? She said Brazil or some shit like that. Nah, bro. <laughs> she said Mexico was not a country oh, or something like that. Man, she, oh. She just said Mexico was not a country. I was like, oh, okay, really, fam? Like that's right. so. What is it? <laughs> is a city state? <laughs> oh, I think she tried to say it was like a U.S. territory or something. I was like, "What, fam? Oh, okay, <laughs> like what?" But anyway, so he got a show that's uh, you know is is based off that, 
And it's um you ask they ask questions related to music. I'm trying to remember one of the questions they asked, but that show had me stumped. I felt stupid watching that. I was like, dang, I don't know nothing about music for real. Yeah. But so I got one I got one homie doing like spoken words, I got another homie running the whole like, you know, YouTube series, and I'm over here twiddling my thumbs like Y'all not finna outdo me. I got a podcast. What's up? You know what I'm saying? So, but. Shout out to Black Excellence, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then in Keom, they just popped up. And then it's another guy. I guess he's doing like a little kind of promotion thing similar to them. I forget what his is called, but he just followed me. So, my bad, homie. It, it, when doing stuff like this, it's just, you feel, it make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you get to express yourself. Yeah. yeah, I I encourage anybody to find something, find some kind of outlet to express yourself. Cause I don't trust a lot of people like my my deepest like secrets or whatever. Right. But funnily enough, when I told myself I was going to do the podcast, I was like, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. I'm gonna just you know say whatever it is, and so that has actually helped me build my relationships with other people. Because if you kind of look at it like I'm telling my life to the internet. And anybody can hear this. Anybody. Right. So why is it so easy? And I actually know the answer to this question, but why is it so easy for me to tell the internet all of this, but I can't tell, you know, somebody who needs to know it? Like if I got a girl that I talk to and like some of the stuff she's doing like bother me, I can hop on the mic and be like, bro, you know, I hate when like you have a female dude, XYZ, blase, blase, uh-huh. but I can't tell that to her. Right. You know what I'm saying? That And that like, that made me go, all right, look, you know what I'm saying? If I can if I can tell them, I can tell her. Or I can tell whoever, whatever, it that needs to be said. So that kinda like just helped me open up to like just different people. Yeah, just help me just open up and just kinda sort of be a better person. Yeah, so yeah. Er, I I think everybody should find at least find that outlet, you know what I'm saying? That that creative outlet or whatever it is that's that is how you how you express yourself, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Hey, that's doing radio, you know, podcast stuff like that, hey, I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? When I eventually want to get my own, you know, little station going, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Just something that's chill, laid back, you know. Eventually, I want to start up my own, you know, like little podcast and stuff once I get situated and doing what I need to do, you know, and and have it to where it's almost like a, a radio type groove, you know. Cause what I notice around here, maybe I ain't flipping on the right stations or something, mm-hmm. you know. But I don't really hear on the radio around here, you know, like old school R&B and jazz, you know, blues, stuff like that. Like I said, maybe I ain't, I don't, maybe I ain't flipping to the right stations, but then again, I don't listen to the radio. So I'm not <laughs> talking about it. It's crazy because like, I like being on the radio, but I don't like listening to the radio. I I like talking on my podcast, but I don't like listening to the podcast. Right. You know what I'm <laughs> shit don't make no sense. It's At like, all. It, it, it's like, bro, what you doing? You ass backwards. You know what I'm saying, but no, like like I said, it's just it just feels good for some reason to just get on the mic and just just run it. Yeah, you know, and it can be about anything. And that's and that's another thing that I like about my podcast. Like, it's not just for me; it's for anybody. Like, if you if you have whatever topic thought that you just want to like, you know, just put somewhere, by all means, come to the studio and we can run it. I ain't got no problem with it. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna take me forever to edit it because. And the audio sucks. Well, that's just terrible. <laughs> Wait till you, you edit you edit videos and stuff yet? No, nah, I don't want oh, to. Oh, boy, I look don't here. Want to. Man, look here. I don't. I, my props go off because you know what I'm saying. Like knowing how to edit videos and the the thing you think about it, a movie when movie come out, movie be like an hour and something long. 
Like man, that short ass movie, dog. Like we got eight hours. Bro, it took it took three years for this movie to come out. They've been talking about the movie for three years, and it's only an hour long. Man, it's some bullshit. And then once I seen and actually did it behind the scenes and putting together, man, look at my hats go off to you, man. Like on for real, because I hate it. <laughs> a thirty second commercial. I'm just thinking about all the clips and how you gotta get the clips and, and make sure that the audio match and. Man, yeah, look at, I mean, I really think, you know, especially like news anchors, man, my hats go off to them. Because when they get them reports, dog, they flip it like that. You know what I'm saying? They got to edit the video and do all that. And that should be done in about five minutes, man. Five, ten minutes. Yeah, bro. The first time, my first episode I recorded, I think it was hour 15 minutes raw. I got it down to 52 minutes after editing. But, bro, that, shout out to two mics because that was recorded on one mic. Editing one mic, ooh, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, that's, that's nice. Yeah, like in this one, like if you get a little bit too loud and you pick up on my mic, I can just silence it. You know what I'm saying, and then just keep it running, you know, or whatever. But shout out to people who edit audio and video, cause uh, y'all yeah, got yeah, 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 you know, a hell of a job on your hands. <laughs> <laughs> my hat go out to you. Shit, if I can just talk all goddamn day, yeah, I'm cool. You know, nah. yeah, I'm, I'm with it. You yeah. know, but you want me to sit down and edit and do all that? Yeah, I got you next week. Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think we uh we did break some ground. We did we did kind of talk talk to a solution. You know, what I'm saying not the only solution, yeah. but kind of talk to something. So you know, what I'm saying. Appreciate you coming. All right, man. Appreciate you, Brent. Appreciate you having me on here, man. No problem, man. Same. I don't know. Did you did you get everything out your chest that you wanted? Yeah, yeah. Man. Okay, cool. Yeah. Man, I ain't gonna leave him like, damn, man. Right, now I knew I should have said that. <laughs> <laughs>